Okay, boys, it's nice to be back from Benazman and get back into Mesila Isharim. Zman, we are continuing from Pelek Tet. So the last paragraph that we read together inside before Benazman was the paragraph that began with the words, hasadim hu ikar And we are really up to the paragraph. We might have read it quickly, but this is what we're up to. The paragraph that says, You see that? Got that? That's what we're up to. Well, let me just make a quick recap before we read inside. And the recap is as follows. The Masil Sisharim is on a major campaign to explain to us the importance for a Hasid to be very great in the midah of chesed. Okay? Uh, being that the essence of chasidus is chesed. What does that mean? A normal person who's not on the level of chasidus, he keeps the mitzvot, what he's required to, Keep by law. And he's considered more like an Eved of Hashem, where the master commands his Eved to do something, and he follows the Tzivui exactly what he's told. Hasid, on the other hand, he's the one who understands from the actual command. He understands the will of Hashem, the Ratzon Hashem, and when he understands the Ratzon Hashem, he widens it, and he goes into an area which is normally considered mutar. Kadesh atzmecha bimutar lecha. That means even though, according to the letter of the law, this behavior is mutar, but the chassid understands that since the Ratzon Hashem is that you shouldn't do it, so he goes into that area and he makes it asur for himself. That's when it's something that's asur. When something's a mitzvah, he goes above and beyond what the letter of the law is mechayim. He's very mahmir to do the halakha in the best way possible. Why? Because he knows that's the will of Hashem. Okay? So that's a hasid. You got that neti? Gotta get this clear. Hasid is the one who's going above the law. Okay? He's widening the law. But why is he widening it? Because he understands the will of Hashem. So he, he doesn't just say, oh, this is the commandment, that's all I'm doing. He understands it's the will of Hashem. Ah, the will of Hashem, I want to go and do as well. Even though it's not technically Asr or Chayiv in Halacha. Got it? Now, but at the same time, this person is called a Hasid. Okay, why Hasid? Why is the person who go above and beyond the letter of the law called a Hasid? So says Chazal, because a Chosid is mischased in Koinoi. He's doing Chesed with Hashem. Okay? I'm going to explain that in a second. What do you mean how you do Chesed with Hashem? But he's doing Chesed with Hashem. So therefore, since the driving force behind going above and beyond the letter of the law in Kiyamatei 
the driving force is the middle of chesed. So you can't be a chosid and not have the midah of chesed. Doesn't work. So you have to be, of course, a bal chesed to boss of a dub. That's the starting point. And if you're a bal chesed to boss of a dub, you can make chesed to Hashem. Okay? Now what's this concept of doing chesed with Hashem? So the point's like this. Very deep stuff. Big amkis. In case your brains got a little bit uh, weak over Benazman, now we have to charge them up with a little amkis, okay? So the big amkis is like this. The way HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world was that Hashem Kaviyocho made himself as if there is things that he needs to come on to us to get done. He's the king of the world. And the king of the world has to run the world. And the king of the world wants to run the world the way he wants to run it. But he has avadim. He has people that are going to bring his will out into fruition. So to speak, if Hashem wants all evildoers out, and only goodness and kindness and things like that in his world, then it has to go be facilitated through our actions. You got it? There's a lot that goes into that. But the point I just want to make is that Hashem, so to speak, made His strength and weakness dependent on us. Give strength to Hashem. So He makes Kaviyochol, the system by which He built the Oilam, the world, the, the Midah of Malchus, that the Shekhinah should rest in the world. It says in the Midrash that Hashem is mit'aveh. He desires that He should dwell in this world. So that peace of Hashem dwelling in the world, and that peace that Hashem's Malchus is in the world, the Shekhinah, all these things, that is dependent on what? On us. So we are His Avodah. So we're serving the master. Okay? Now, if we go above and beyond the commandment, then we are allowing more and more Shekhinah to come into the world. More and more of the will of Hashem. So since that's what Hashem wants, even though He didn't ask for it directly to that level, to that degree, but being that I see that that's the Ratzon Hashem, and I go and I bring it out to that degree and to that level, that's called doing chesed with Hashem. Because we're giving Him something. We're actually giving Him something. We're giving Him something He wants, and that's chesed. Okay? You got that clear, Rabbi Yisai? A chasid is mithased im kono. So if you don't have the meat of chesed, you can't be mithased im kono. It can only be mithased im kono if you have the meat of chesed. But now I want to go a little deeper. Okay? Was the Elam let me? Was it too much of a shock after Benazmano? Huh? You understand what I'm saying so far? This is very important, you say this. Very, very basic, fundamental, you say this. Now, how does one come to the level of doing chesed with Hashem? 
How do you get to that level? Okay? You're listening? Neti, you're getting this? Apkis. How do you come to the level that you want to do, you feel, you want to do chesed with Hashem? How does that come? Okay? So, I'm going to show you two paths. There's more than two paths, but two main paths I'm going to show you. Okay? And you have to know which path works for you, and you can do both paths. You're listening? One path, it says, in the Svarim. The Rambam already says it. But many Sefarim say it in their terms. If I would sit down and contemplate about the unbelievable chesed that Hashem does in the world, the unbelievable chesed that Hashem does for me, personally, and I think about how undeserving I am for this chesed. Okay, you're listening? Oh, the Rosh Shabbat came a little late, but okay, say them. Come sit next to me, Ezra. You're listening? Tov. Again, if I would think about the unbelievable chesed that Hashem does in the world, and the unbelievable chesed that Hashem does for me personally, if I would think like that, and I would realize that it's chesed, that means I'm undeserving of it, what's going to trigger off by me is what? Ahavat Hashem. The love for Hashem. And when you love someone, you want to show your love. How are you going to show your love to Hashem? You show the love to Hashem with what? Mithased im That means Ava, by definition, needs to be something that you initiated by yourself. That's what the stipler says. The stipler says, why do we have a concept called Korban Dava? If it's a chiyuv, if it's a mitzvah, then it should be a chiyuv. It's not a mitzvah, it shouldn't be nothing. What does it mean? You donate a korban. So the stipler says, because Nidava creates Ava, which I'll explain very deep what he's saying. But for the second, let's just get it clear, simple. Whenever you want to see the manifestation of love, you got to see Nidivut, above and beyond, not what you're commanded. So Nidivut creates Ava, and Nidivus is a result of Ava. But Nedivus and Ava come together. Got that? So let's get the steps. Rambam says, if you would study the world, and Nichlal, studying the world means not only the chesed that Hashem does in the Bria, but the chesed that Hashem does for you personally, right? And you understand, part of understanding chesed, this is a very deep point, is that it's undeserving, because if it's deserving, it's din, it's not chesed. That means you have to see that it's undeserving, which we're going to talk about the challenges of that, if we have time. Slowly, slowly, I want you to understand the Yisaitis. So when you see the chesed Hashem, what does that trigger off by you? Avas Hashem. Avas Hashem equals nedivut. What is nedivut in Torah mitzvahs? That's called chasidus. So how do you become a Hasid? 
through contemplating about the chesed that Hashem does for you, and then you get Ava, which reciprocates chesed towards Hashem. And this is what in Sifrei Kabbalah is called chesed shebechesed. And that's the avoid in the Svarim of the first day of the Omer, which is chesed shebechesed. This is the work. Got it? Now, sounds very simple and very gishmak. And it's a path. It's a path in avoid. However, it's not so partial. Daniel, ani ohev I'm so happy you're here. Shema tov tov, because it's not so poshant. It's not so poshant. Okay? Because how does it work in the world? Moishi, here's some lumdas. How does it work in the world? Does, does, when people give you stuff, does that create love? Do you love people when they give you? Or do you love people because you give them? <laughs> who loves who more? The father loves the son or the son loves the father? Who loves more? Huh? Who? Father loves the son. Why does he love the son more? Because he gives. Right? That means, in the Sefer Mechtam Elio explains, we learned this once a long time ago together, that you don't naturally love people. First you invest in them, and then you love them. First you have to be a noten, a giver. When you invest in people, that's when you develop the love. Because when I put into you koiches, and I, I give you a piece of myself, a piece of myself is invested into you, so you're an extension of me. So therefore the attachment is that I love you. Memela, I love you. That's why he says the Lashon of Ahava comes from what? Yehiva. Yehiva means to give. If you give, then you love. But if you're a makabal, if you just receive, you don't end up loving. Why is that? What's the lambdas? What's the lambdas? The nice I got. So how come I don't love the guy who gives me, huh? It says that there's something called a kohanetila. Kohanetila in a person is, I'm not going to have time today to explain the whole oimik of this nefesh that lives within all of us, but basically it's called a sense of entitlement. Okay? When Hashem is giving me, I start to actually believe that I deserve it. And He didn't do anything special for me. I'm a noito. I'm a taker. And a taker has this mindset that he's entitled. Okay? I'll give you a marshal. Let's say I take you to yeshiva and I give you a geshmak at breakfast after shachas. Okay? One week, two weeks, three weeks. The first day, everybody comes over to you and says, Rabbi, wow, hazak, baruch, thank you so much, give out. After three weeks, if you gave a regular breakfast, you're going to have people come and complain. What kind of breakfast is this, you know? You want us to come to Shahrid, you give us hard-boiled eggs? <laughs> right? What do you mean? You forgot three weeks ago you were dancing the divas halayf. I don't have to give you nothing. I can give you bread and water if I want, Right? Terence says, we begin to feel entitled. You understand? Your parents put you into this world. That was a big chesed they did for you. So you can be zeichel chayelom abor, right? And they give you and they give you and they give you. And then when chas v'sholom, they were willing to lease you a Honda instead of the Lexus or whatever. Now child abuse, you know? 
Because I'm entitled. Treat me this way. Not fair. My friends. Ahin, ahir, right? So human beings by nature, they cannot see what they get is as chesed. Okay, you got the challenge again? That means, Hashem can be giving and giving and giving and giving. But it doesn't necessarily mean that you see it as chesed. You don't necessarily see it as the manifestation of Hashem's love towards you. That's human nature. So the reason why a person who's a makabal doesn't make ava so simply is because of this concept within a human being called kaychanatila. But when you're giving, so you're breaking your kaychanatila, and you're giving to someone else, you're giving, being a noisin, then you could develop the kesher of ava. That's the simple. The simple reason why accepting from others is a challenge is because of your kaychanatila. Got that? So, when Rambam says that if you would, and others that say that if you would focus on the tremendous chesed that Hashem does, and especially the chesed He does for you personally, that means that's the manifestation and the expression of Hashem's love towards you. What that's supposed to result in you is that you should feel ava to Hashem. Kimayim ponim el ponim, you know? If somebody shows you love, it should open up love. But on the other hand, we have a different challenge. We know that the fact of the matter is that people get, 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 and they don't feel love to nobody. That's the Kayakhanatila. So you have to work with that challenge. You know what Kimayim Ponim El Ponim means? The Pasuk says that when you look in the water, you see your reflection. Right? So if you give someone love, they will project back love to you. That's what Reb Chaim brings from the, from the Goyen, that it's bodikuminusa, that if you um, show love towards your enemies, you will flip them around. Okay? And turn them into your, your, your lovers. Which is a deep schmooze in itself and how that trick works, if it does, if you know how to do it. Okay? But the point is, Be'etzim, there's a cloud. Kemayim ponim el ponim. So why, when people give me love, do I not love them back? What's getting in the way of Kimayim Ponim El Ponim? The Tarot says, Koyachanatilo. Sense of entitlement. So that sense of entitlement ruins the Kimayim Ponim El Ponim. Why? Because it blocks my vision. I don't see the Mayim El Ponim El Ponim. There was once a very, very great Torah mind who said this. He says, but you have to wear glasses that don't have stains on them. Okay? So, which means, the Mayim Ponim El Ponim works to a person who sees the Ava coming. But if I don't see the Ava, because of my bad meters don't let me see the Ava coming, it's not going to trigger the Mayim El Ponim El Ponim. So the person has to get out of that koyach on the tila and he has to be able to see that Hashem taka does chesed with him. If he sees that Hashem does chesed with him and loves him, then the mayim upon him upon him will trigger off. So that's one derech, how to come to become a hasid. Okay? Now there's the second derech. You ready for the second derech? 
The second derech is actually using what the Mechtamalio says. And this is a deep point. I don't think I'm going to have time to expound the whole point, but I'm going to say the point. You're listening good, Rabbi Yisai? You want to become a chassid? I tell you how to become a chassid. The first step of creating Ava, according to the Mechtam Elio, is to be a giver. You give. That means Nesina comes first, Ava comes second, which means, in other words, you're not doing chesed until you have Ava. Because chesed and Ava are connected. It's a question. My first Nesina, what is that? That's not called chesed. Let's get, get some philosophical point here. You listening to our boy say, Mechtam Elio says what? Noten, First, you have to be a giver. After you give, you will love. So that means, so what's after love? You become a Balchesed. You can't be a Balchesed if you don't love. Chesed and Ava are the same church, right? So what was the first giving? What's the difference in the giving of the Nesina number one than Nesina of Chesed number two? What's number one? The Territ says number one means you come to me and you have a need. And I fill your need. That's a noisim. A noisim means, I fill your need. You have a problem. Rabbi, I got a problem. Could you help me out? That's not chesed yet. Chesed means, that I initiate. I'm looking to see what you could use. I'm thinking how to make your life better. That's chesed. So the nisina is... Something I need, I ask you, I ask of you, and I need it. So if you're a person who's not a giver, you won't give it even if you ask. So you have to be a giver. Then you create Ava. When you create Ava, you don't have to be asked nothing. And you can be creative. And you can think of your own ways how to make the person's life better. Got it? That's chesed. Nesina, Ava, chesed. Got the process? Clear? Okay. Hashem comes to you and says, I need you to put on tefillah. I need you. I need you to be Shaiva Shabbos. These are tzivuyim. I'm asking of you. I need you to do that. Okay? I'm a giver. I give to Hashem. If I give, then I start to love. If I start to love, then I become a hasid. So how do you become a hasid? Through being a tzaddik. Tzaddik produces hasids. But a guy who puts on tefillin in the morning and he doesn't even think that he's giving. Or he's putting on tefillin because he wants Hashem to give him that he's a taker. He's not even a giver. That person will never become a chassid. You become a chassid when you realize that you're giving. You're giving to Hashem. So you're investing in Elikus. You're investing in the Malach HaShemayim. You're investing. Then you come to love. Come to love, you do chassid. So you have two paths. Either by studying the Bria... Or by Kiyama Mitzvahs. They both work. We have to do them right. Okay, we have to stop here today. We have no choice.